G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. An update with Family Voice Australia and starting with the South Australian State Director for Family Voice Australia today, David DeLima, a special welcome along to 2020. Well, thank you, Neil. It's great to be broadcasting with you once again. Hey, David, the state election in South Australia coming up on the 19th of March. We're just a few weeks away. You're widely in demand as a commentator. What are the biggest issues that you see in the upcoming election? Well, Neil, let me answer that rather strangely, if I may. And that is to say that there needs to be a repentance among God's people for what happened. Last year was a legislative train wreck for South Australia. We passed the euthanasia law. We passed uh, abortion to birth bill, and we also passed a law which would even prevent silent prayer near abortion clinics. So I think the Christian community really needs to search conscience on this and make repentance a priority. And repentance is not just feeling sorry, it's changing behaviour, and that's what we need. Okay, it is very serious. Now, we talk often about abortion. We talk often about euthanasia. We've seen, as you say, a train wreck happening not only in South Australia, but other states around Australia too. But there is a focus that you bring here, a criminalisation of prayer when it comes to that silent prayer close to abortion clinics. Is this something that, as Christians, we really do take quite seriously? Yes, uh, indeed, and... This is yet to be tested, but the Attorney General assured the House last year that, of course, the bill excluding people from pro-life action near abortion clinics will not prevent them from praying. Uh, The Minister for the Environment, a very good Christian fellow, then stood up and said, well, let's just write that into black letter law to be completely certain. Let's write into the legislation that silent prayer will be allowed. The House voted no. It's just unbelievable because the house itself begins each day with Christian prayer. The hypocrisy is uh, is incredible, Neil. So let's just dwell on this for a moment, David. Uh, This is something clearly you are passionate about, and this Mm. is something that's in the conversations you're having, not only widely in the community, but in those corridors of power when there are MPs who are happy to talk to you, and uh, they've been happy to stand in the parliament and cast a vote that criminalises Christian prayer. Uh, just to reflect on that for a moment, as you say, uh, because the Parliament opens with prayer, it's real hypocrisy to be able to, uh, you know, to make a vote against it. Uh, now, now, for listeners who are listening in now, in South Australia in particular, and they're thinking about all of these things, as you're describing a train wreck, the issues around abortion, euthanasia, even criminalising this prayer, you have on your website a very simple graphic that pictures every member in the South Australian Parliament, and you've got some, some green and some red marks next to their names. Give us a little explanation as to how listeners today can actually make an assessment of their own MP. Yes. Uh, well, we have an election both for the lower house and for the upper house, and we have provided a guide for the lower house. The upper house guide is about to be uploaded um, probably today or tomorrow, 
Uh, and this makes it very easy for voters to see how members of parliament voted on these crucial issues. They need Neil to be punished at the ballot box. It's no good people saying, look, I'm a traditional Labour voter or I'm a traditional Liberal voter, so I'll just vote Labour Liberal. We need to find good Liberals and good Labour, return them and punish Labour and Liberal members of Parliament who voted the wrong way. It's as simple as that, Neil. Punish MPs who don't vote according to these, what we would describe as really foundational uh, moral and ethical and values issues when it comes to simple things like the value of human life. Uh, is punishing exactly. is punishing your local MP, and I, let me just distress here, you're not being partisan here. You're saying doesn't matter what side they're on, if they voted for exactly. these things, they don't deserve to be representing us in Parliament. Exactly. And a couple of years ago there was a debate on prostitution, so we've included that in the mix because uh, some MPs have voted for or against the prostitution trade as well as for or against abortion and euthanasia. So we've got three key issues that we've highlighted there in the guide. And I do encourage people to to go to the website to share the link with their friends because we need more people to realise that this has happened under our watch as voters and we know that the mainstream public is not happy with this. Uh, we know that we know that the majority is with us, but unfortunately, the MPs are not getting it. Well, they need to get it. The only the only way they understand, which is on election day. And the Christian vote, no less than any other, it has muscle. So Christians using their vote and being directed by their own Christian conscience is an important element of how you might uh, cast your vote this coming South Australian state election. Hey, David, you're travelling widely around South Australia. Uh, what's the mood that you're feeling in the state? Uh, is there likely change? What are your thoughts just uh, by, by way of uh, which party might be first across the line? Well, uh, it's a, a foolish man who makes a political prediction. Uh, I think the Marshall government will have a great deal of trouble holding on. Uh, they don't deserve to be returned, if I may put it as bluntly as that, because uh, we're talking about government time and government legislation in, in some of these moral issues. Uh, the government has charge of the of the chamber, uh, and uh, these the should have been uh, entirely private members' bills. Not always the case. So, the, so the government uh, really is culpable. Uh, and doesn't deserve to be returned. However, I'm encouraging people not to vote for one party or the other. If you've got a good pro-life candidate in your electorate, then vote for that person, no matter what is their political shape or stripe. Uh, And the same in the upper house. Now, uh, Stephen Marshall, the Liberal Premier, uh, the opposition leader, Peter Malinaskis, any thoughts on those leaders? Uh, I think uh, Malinaskis is uh, more profound than Stephen Marshall, because Marshall voted uh, for all of the things that we're against. Uh, Malinaskis was marginally better. But what's happened here, Neil, is that the parliament is out of control, uh, because Malinaskis should know better, and so should Marshall, because they're both professing Christian people. Uh, The parliament should know better, but the reality is the parliament has been hijacked by libertarian thinking. Under our watch, we haven't prayed sufficiently, We haven't joined political parties. That's another priority for the listeners because it's no good simply 5,000 people marching around the parliament last year and 3,000 this year uh, for the pro-life cause, as valuable as that is. If we don't join political parties, who do we think will? And what policies do we think will last? 
Okay, we get the leaders, we get the representatives that we vote for, and some will say we get the ones we deserve. And uh, if yes. we allow them into power, and you're talking both sides here, uh, those yes, MPs. Definitely. Now, is pre-poll voting open yet? Uh, are no. people casting their votes early? No, no, not yet, but it'll be, it'll be coming fairly soon. Uh, the, the candidates have not yet been decided, so the ballot papers haven't yet been printed. But that will be happening fairly soon. I think it's next week. So uh, by all means, if people want to vote early, that's fine. Uh, we do encourage them to go to the website and to see the information we've got. We hope that will be helpful to their vote. Uh, let me ask you, David, in South Australia right now, some people will be thinking, well, you know, all these moral issues, all the issues of ethics, uh, pro-life, uh, you know, the prostitution issues, euthanasia, abortion, uh, surely these are not as important as the economics issues. Don't we vote a state government in for, uh, you know, looking after uh, the roads and the hospitals and the education system? How do you uh, put some of these issues that we're talking about today in a right context for, for mm. Christians who might be thinking about casting their vote? Yes. Well, the life issue is the key one. If people do not have a right to life, then it doesn't matter how good the roads, rates and, and rubbish collection might be. Uh, but more than that, uh, we only proceed on the basis of the blessing of God being upon us. And members of Parliament pray the Lord's Prayer every day and for God's blessing to be upon their deliberations. They, they cannot do that in, in all honesty and then vote with integrity for some of these bills. So our parliament is out of control uh, and they have taken to themselves issues which are not God's priorities. Uh, surely the protection of life is the most important of all priorities for government uh, and yet we, we're too busy on roads, rates and rubbish as it were. Well, I want to thank you so much for your insights today. And I think listeners, especially South Australian listeners, will hear your heartbeat and they'll recognise that as you put that context, there is a way to vote. Let me point listeners, you'll find that graphic on the Family Voice website, familyvoice.org.au. You'll find David DeLima as the South Australian State Director and you'll find the election update detail there on how the MP in your community voted on these critical issues around life and family. David DeLima, I know you've got to leave us. I want to thank you so much for taking some time to share your thoughts and your heart with us today on 2020. Well, thank you so much, Neil, and uh, God be with the Vision Radio Station and all of your excellent work as well. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 